What's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava, and it is another day here reselling, and I've just had something on my mind that's been kind of super eye-opening to me. And so recently, I bought a whole bunch of LeBrons, and I don't think I really talked about this as much as I would have liked to, but last Tuesday, uh, last Tuesday, depending on when you're listening to this, but in July of 2020, um, I bought a bunch of LeBrons that were releasing on the sneakers app, and I did a fair amount of research on it, uh, not main, maybe as much as I should have, but it ended up working out better in my favor than it would have if I would have known what was going to happen with the release beforehand, um, if I would have known kind of what was going to go on. So basically, there was a pair of LeBrons that came out in the early 2000s. I think it was the LeBron 4 Tattoos and or or not tattoos the graffitis and so these shoes right now dead stock are pretty expensive they're not over overpriced i mean they're an older pair of nikes they're going to be expensive if they're dead stock most of the time but with that pair of lebrons they were kind of a very they weren't super crazy overhyped but they were more of an iconic colorway for one of his shoes and they decided to bring that back for the lebron 17 and so they released, I think, a few weeks back, the LeBron 17 Graffiti, and it was in the same colors. It was like a black, white, and red colorway. It was kind of a bright colorway, but uh, mainly like a white shoe with a black sole and then some hints of red on it. And it was a pretty clean shoe. It had like a graffiti look on the sole, like on the upper and outer of the sole. And so it looked pretty nice. And so it, it kind of brought back the memories of that original LeBron 4 Graffiti and people liked it and people bought it out and it sold out fairly quick. I ended up not even getting a pair in the size that I was going for, which is surprising because LeBrons don't typically sell that fast unless they're a very, very hyped up colorway. And so whenever that sold out, I was kind of in shock a little bit because I, was, I wasn't expecting it to go as fast as it did. And so recently, within the past week, they had uploaded a couple more colorways that was, I think the one was called Fire Red and the other one was called something it was like cold it was like something like ocean cold or cold blue or something like that like something that you would expect for a blue colorway um and they basically they loaded them up and then both shoes came out at the same time and so i'd done my research i picked out the sizes i felt were going to sell out the fastest and i was just it i was kind of on a sneakers kick and i still am because all of the sneakers releases recently have just been they've sold out pretty well most of the, like the, the hyped up ones and stuff, and even the lower key, not hyped ones that maybe like the Jordan 11 Concord breads, like those weren't a super desirable shoe, but I still made a little bit of money on those. And so lower key flips like that, I've been doing really well with. And I thought this is another lower key flip. Like nobody's talking about this. This shoe is probably going to sell out at least in the sizes I'm going for. Like I know that, and I think it's going to go pretty quick. So let's just give it a shot. And so Tuesday morning rolled around. I texted a couple people that go for shoes for me, a couple family members and my girlfriend. And then I went for the shoes as well. And so I was sitting there and you have a couple minutes after you enter for the shoes where things are kind of getting sorted out with Nike servers. And then they send you a, they start charging your cards. And so I'm sitting there and my card gets charged once and then it gets charged again. And then my other card gets charged. And, and pretty soon I my phone is buzzing like crazy. And so if you think about it, I probably had six or seven people going for these shoes for me times two because there were two shoes releasing 
and none of the shoes is sold out, right? So I they did end up selling out in the colors and in the sizes that I was going for, but they sold out a lot slower than I expected. So I ended up getting I think eight or nine pairs of these LeBrons and they were mostly in the sizes that I was going for. Uh, one or two people ended up messing up the sizing, which was fine. I'll just send those back. But they sold out in the sizes that I was looking at. I was like, okay, well, let's list these up. Well, I did a couple things I messed up with where I accidentally left shipping charged to the buyer on. So I basically did calculating shipping, calculated shipping by the buyer um, and they were going to have to pay for shipping, which is usually not a good idea after a release because most people do free shipping. So you want to stay competitive with that and kind of factor that into your pricing. But the other thing that I did was I didn't really account for the fact that this sneaker really wasn't that desirable anyways. So nobody was really buying it. And that was very evident when I found out I got eight pairs. So I was kind of in shock a little bit again because I really wasn't expecting what I had the second time happen, uh, happened to me. And so I'm sitting there and I'm going, well, crap, now I have a ton of these. And, and like I said, they're returnable. It's not a big deal, but it's a lot of capital to tie up at one time. You're talking about... $225 a pair times eight or nine pairs, you're you're getting pretty pricey there with the amount of money you're spending on a pair of shoes. And so I kind of didn't know what to do. So I just listed them on eBay. I figured if they get to my house and they sell before then, fine. If not, I'll just send them all back immediately. And so they haven't showed up yet. They may, the first couple of pairs may have started to come in, but I haven't gotten home to check them yet today. So I'm just kind of waiting that out. But as I'm waiting this out, I realized that the fire red colorway sold out and they sold out in the big, in the, the sizes that I was going for. And that must've been a fairly desirable colorway. I figured the blue was going to do better just based off of the research I did. And the fact that I like blue more than red. So I, I was kind of just banking on that. I don't know. I think it's personal preference at that point, but I was banking on the blue colorway doing a little bit better. And I got a ton of offers on these red fire, red LeBron 17s that I got the graffitis. And so I started to take a couple of them and the first offer I took the person didn't pay. But then the next two offers I took, they did pay and the offers weren't bad. Like they were 225 per shoe. Remember I left buyer paid shipping on. So basically I'm not paying any shipping. The fees are zero because the sneakers are going to sell for over a hundred dollars. So the only fee I'm going to have to pay is that 2.9% to PayPal plus the 30 cents, which is basically negligible. And I'm getting offers at 40 to $50 above retail, which is awesome. So I took a $265 offer, a 200 and I think a $255 offer. And then somebody bought a pair full price for 285 and so and all of those the buyers paid shipping so i really i really and i made a little bit of money on the shipping because ebay gives you a discount so whatever that two to three percent was or whatever that 2.9 percent is that paypal takes plus the 30 cents i probably recouped at least half of that if not more um just based on the money i made on shipping because ebay charges the seller a lot less than the buyer for shipping which is just they, they charge the buyer full price and they charge the seller their reduced rate. I don't know why they do that, but that's just how it is. And I'm fine with that because I get a little bit of money out of it. But they do that. And I ended up making probably about 30 to, I think I made like $55 on the one pair that the person bought at full price, which was awesome because I made just on that shoe in that colorway in that size, which I got three of, I ended up making over $100, which on most standard releases, I won't end up making because you just can get one or two pairs of shoes and those one or two pairs of shoes 
fine. If they both sell for $50 profit, then you made a very nice $100 and you didn't have to do as much work. But most of the time, I'm only getting one pair of shoes. I'm only gonna sell it and make probably about 30 to 40 bucks because it isn't a super hyped up colorway. It's not like I'm getting the strange, um, like the strange loves. I did get the strange loves, so bad example. But it's not like I'm getting the chunky duckies. It's not like I'm getting the grateful deads. Like those you're gonna make thousands on. These shoes right here, I'm making 40 to 50 bucks, just enough money to get a kind of a nice little payout there for as little work as I have to put in to get a pair of shoes and sell them. And you're looking at these now and I just had to let them sit for a little while and I ended up making $100, which is pretty good for having, again, little to no work. I did some price adjustments, I did some other things just to make sure that the shoes were competitively priced. But outside of that, there really wasn't anything that I had to do. And I'm getting offers now on the blue colorway, which is making me wonder if I should hold these, not hold them until I can't return them, but hold them until the last possible return date to see if people start giving me offers because they ended up selling out in the colorways and the sizes I got for the blue, I guess they ended up selling out in the blue colorway in the sizes I got as well. And so people seem to want the shoe bad enough to pay a little bit up and that's all I can hope for. That's really what I wanted. I didn't want somebody to pay exorbitant prices for these shoes. I just wanted to get a little bit of money for them and it's nice to see that people are paying up a little bit and buying the shoes from me and I ended up making more money than I would on a standard release. So that's just something I wanted to share. I didn't ever expect that to happen. I think I was a little bit upset the day that I got the shoes and I'm super pumped about it now. Now, my investment was a lot of money, right? Because for three pairs of shoes, I think I spent $775 just for those three pairs and my ending balance would probably be about like 875 or 900 bucks. So I probably profited 125 bucks. That's really not, like when I put that in for my ROI, that's not crazy good ROI at all. But for the amount of work I had to put in, when you're looking at, I put in a half hour of work and made $100, that's 200 bucks an hour. Like you just can't even touch that unless you're doing other sorts of flips like this, like sports cards, or or you're a very savvy stock investor and you just know that a stock's about to shoot up for a little bit and you can just quick sell or something, you know? Those sorts of things, uh, I don't know as well, but I definitely know sneakers well enough to know when I need to get my money for them. and so. That was just something that was interesting to me. I never really thought that that would be something that would work. And I definitely didn't think that after I got so many pairs of them that I'd be able to make any profit on them. I just figured I'd return them and be done with it and, and kind of look like an idiot when I walked back to UPS with eight boxes of Nike shoes. But it didn't happen. I ended up selling them and I'm going to try and sell these other pairs and see what I can do. So if you're sitting there wondering, hey, I maybe you're a little bit uncomfortable with sneakers releases or maybe you just feel like you, you can't do well on them maybe try doing some research beforehand on these lower key flips that maybe people aren't talking about. And then whenever the shoes come out, go for a pair and just see if you can flip it and make maybe 20, 30 bucks. And if you can do that, you learned a little bit and you can, <coughs> you can re-roll that profit into a little bit more uh, other flips, other shoes, whatever you want to do, and just keep things building from there. So that's my advice. That's what I would do. I'm definitely going to be looking into that a little bit more now that I've had success with it. Uh, kind of in the past. So that being said, I'm going to go, but hopefully that helps you guys out. Hopefully that's something you can take and maybe apply to your own reselling uh, business and, and make a little bit of extra money doing that. I'm definitely going to be deploying that strategy in the future. So I figured I'd share it with you guys and help you out a little bit. So that being said, I'm going to go. You guys have a good one and I'll get with you guys tomorrow for another podcast. Peace.